Did everyone get one of these? If you didn't get a, a bookmark, would you raise your hand right now? Keep your hand up for a moment. If you would keep your hand, if you can read whatever age you are, they're running to you right now. Don't make me liars, ushers. Make sure that they get one, two, or ten in their hand. Thank you. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna look at this in just a few minutes. We're going to actually look at them a, a couple times. I was talking to a widow lady the other day, and uh, it was very interesting. She's outlived four of her husbands. And uh, I says, ma'am, tell me a little bit about your, 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 your husbands. I'm like, wow, four. I mean, you're a rock star. And she says, well, the first one was a banker. We were married 13 years, and it was a wonderful, wonderful marriage. All of her marriages was wonderful. Her second one was a circus ringleader. And I'm like, wow, that's different. Married nine years. The third one was a pastor. Married about 10 years. And the fourth one was a funeral director married for 14 years. She's been married like for 50 years. And I said, ma'am, what the, the, that is some serious different jobs and different personalities. And I mean, from a, a banker's circus ringleader to uh, a pastor, funeral director, you know, I said, tell me about that. She said, well, uh, one was for the money, two was for the show, three was to get ready, and four to go. That's good, Sharon. I know you're a widow, so you don't hold that against me right. That's a good one. If you'll pull this out for a moment, we're going to start, and I'm, I'm hoping that you, even if you're a guest and you're not going to be with us ever again, please do this with us. Even if you've never read, read, read the Bible before, please do this with us. This is a 24-day reading, um, just a, a, a tool that we want to use to get everyone reading. And by the end of the sermon today, I hope you understand why it's important that we're in the word of God. So if you'll look on this, this 24-day reading plan, and you'll see the different days. We're going to start Monday, tomorrow. And the first day is there, uh, it's, it's all about knowing God through nature and creation, the first part. You're going to see like six, seven chapters, knowing God through creation, nature, because today it's all about knowing God. Say that with me, know God. We're in a new vision series. It's know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. Today I'm talking about knowing God. Uh, you'll see different about six different chapters for about six days of knowing God. Then you'll see know God through his covenants, uh, the different Adamic covenant, Mosaic, Noahic, Abrahamic covenant, Davidic covenant. Knowing God through his covenants is very, very important. And then you'll see down there, you, new covenant, know God through prayer, know God through Jesus, his son, know God through the church. So we're going to begin this. Tomorrow, you got that? Every one of us. We're giving it out at youth, young adults, and in children's ministry. If the child can read, we want them to be reading with us. It's a good thing for the entire family. 
to maybe do together and discuss. Are you feeling me? Uh, you'll see there's, I'm, yeah, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I made a mistake on day seven. It says Jeremiah 32 verse 10. You'll read verse 10 and go, what in the world is he talking about? It's actually verse 17. I'm sorry. If you'll put a little seven over that zero or remember that. You're, you're to read the, you'll, you'll see verses, but we want you to read the whole chapter. You got that? Sometimes there's a verse that just kind of magnifies the, that area like creation. So uh, please join us with this. Now, Every day there's going to be a one-minute video on Facebook or Instagram to go along with that reading. So guess what else you have to do? You need to follow Heart of the City Church on Instagram or Facebook, or you won't see it. It begins tomorrow, a one-minute video, 24 of them, 24 days, 24 chapters, one-minute video. So make sure that you're following Heart of the City Church social media, and you'll, you'll, you'll get that. And so are you feeling that? You got it? It's a very important thing. Today, we are starting a new series. It's our vision series. We do this once a year. It all, always feels a little different. We take it different areas. But today, my job is to talk to you about knowing God. How many know that's important? It's not just getting born again. That's a, that's a beginning not just water baptism, baptism of the Holy Spirit, but knowing God through our life, growing and knowing God. Why should we know God? Well, that's what we're called to do. We're called to be like Christ. That's our goal in life. But if you don't know him, how are you going to be like him? And I want to talk to you about a few ways. We talk about knowing God on the weekends. Now, of course, you can know God anywhere and everywhere. I, I know God through my children, my grandchildren. I know God in the mountains. I know God at work. I know God cutting the grass or taking a shower. You can know God and hear his voice in many different fashions. The primary way that we say know God at Heart of the City Church is over the weekends. And I want to just talk about why would you say that, Jay? Why would you say over the weekends? Well, the first part I want you to know is that we know God through his presence. Say that with me, presence. We are a presence people we are a presence-driven church. We don't just come to church to sing some songs. We actually believe that when we worship him, God's presence comes. There's the principal presence of God where two or more are gathered in his name, but there's the manifested presence of God. When we worship him, he comes and he sets among us. We are presence-driven people. We love his, we're a presence. We can experience the presence of God. Like this morning, the prophetic word, you come in here, you're like, man, I've never been in a church that's presence-driven. And you're like, wow, I feel his love. Well, that's his presence. We can experience and know God through his presence. If you experience God in his presence, you're going to get to know him more and more. You're going to get to know the invisible El Shaddai, almighty God. God can be experienced. Psalm 1611, you will show me the path of life in your presence, say that with me, presence, is fullness of joy. We need a lot more joy, therefore we need a lot more of God's presence, amen. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Jail, I can't see him. So what? 
How many of you are breathing right now? You see what you're breathing? Hope not. Doesn't matter that you don't see him. I don't see oxygen, hydrogen atoms and those different things, but they're very real. And the Bible says those things that which are invisible are more real. Let me read that, 2 Corinthians 4.18. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen. It goes on to say, for the things which are seen are temporary. They're seasonal. They're here for a moment. They're gone. The things that you see is not really that real. But the things which are unseen, look, 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 are eternal. So you're worshiping an eternal God and experiencing the presence of an eternal God, which is more real than the things that we can touch, smell, and, and, and experience right now. The eternal God wants you to know him and wants to be known by you. Why do you think the veil was wrapped, ripped from the top to the bottom? Why? So that you could get right past the Holy of Holies, right into the presence of God. That's why Jesus died. Part of the reason why Jesus died on the cross, so that you could experience the presence of God. The Bible says in Hebrews 4, 16, let us therefore come boldly. Say that with me, boldly. Boldly to the throne of grace beautiful throne, that we may obtain mercy and find help or grace in times of help, in times of need. God wants us to be able to get to him and experience him in a profound way. We come boldly before this throne of grace. It's, it's not a fiery mountain any longer. Though God is a consuming fire, Jesus has made a way for you and I to come into his presence. Therefore, we want to Know God through his presence. Worshiping the, man, I, I, you know, I'd be making a joyful noise in the Lord in the morning sometimes because I know the principles of God that when I worship him in my car by myself, I'm gonna experience his presence. But I'm gonna tell you right now, there's nothing like experience the presence when you get all the saints together worshiping. That's why you need to worship when you come in here. Yo, I need you to worship God. I need the presence of God. You need the presence of God. We need to worship him together so he comes and fills his place. Experiencing God through worship. Knowing God through worship. Knowing God through his presence. But we can also know God through the presence of his spirit. The Holy Spirit. Where two or more are gathered, he's there. Jesus ascended into heaven. And when he ascended into heaven, guess what? The Holy Spirit descended onto the earth. We have the Holy Spirit. You're not an orphan. You're not alone. We have the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, it's to your advantage. Wow. That you go and the Holy Spirit come. Absolutely. We can know God through his Holy Spirit. Look at John 16, 7 through 9, if you have your Bible. Make sure that you have your Bible. This is all we're talking about today is the Bible, mostly. You reading the Bible. John 16, 7 through 9, it says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage. Say that with me, advantage. How many of you need a little advantage in this life? Come on, somebody. Go. 909, who needs an advantage? 
You be trying to take all your health supplements and everything you do. You why advantage? You need an advantage. Put high tests in your car. You need an advantage. Come on, we need a spiritual advantage. His name is the Holy Spirit. It says that I go away. If for if I do not go away, the Helper, Holy Spirit, will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of the judgment of sin because they do not believe in me. Somebody say advantage. We have the advantage. You can know God through the advantage, the Holy Spirit. We're a Holy Spirit church if you don't know that yet. He's my best friend. And guess what? He can be yours too. John 14, 26. But the helper, who's that? The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring your remembrance of all things that I said to you. The Holy Spirit, he wants to fill you. He wants to empower you. Come on, he wants to convict you of sin. He wants to counsel you and guide you. The Holy Spirit is a person. He's not it in the monsters. He's the Holy Spirit that wants to touch your life. We can know God, say that with me, know God through his spirit. That's what he does. We can know God through creation and nature. How many of you ever, you're out in the mountains or, you know, hunting, fishing, and it's like, wow, God speaks to you, you experience, you can see, you can experience, you can know God through creation and nature. John, not John, Genesis. Even though John 1.1 is really good in this area too. Genesis 1.1 says, in the beginning... God created the heavens and the earth. Wow, you can know God through what he creates. Psalms 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament shows his handiwork. We can know God through what he's created and through nature. Romans 1, 18 through 20. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress. You know what that suppress means? Who suppress the truth. To, to hold down the truth. There's a generation out there right now that we're living in that holds down the truth. As soon as I share any truth, even with a smile on my face, it sounds like I'm some hater. Why? Because the truth is being suppressed. It's being held down. Well, I'm here to let it out. I'm going to always let it out here. I, I used to say this all the time. Maybe I need to say it again. Come to Heart of the City Church and get offended. You need that. I need it. You need to work through offenses. Wow. Jesus never affirmed sin, He confronts sin. 
that you would repent of sin and you turn from sin, not affirm the stuff, going to destroy people's life. The truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifested in them for God has shown it to them for since the creation of the world his invisible attributes are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even his internal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. No one has an excuse that God exists. Nobody. The deepest, darkest atheist Sorry, no excuse. Why? Because of creation. Even the heavens declare we can know God through creation and nature. We can know God through his church right here. I can know God through you. We know God through one another. You were made in the image of the Father. I can see God in his people. I can hear God through the prayers of his saints, the worship of the redeemed, the Holy Spirit like this morning, reaching and ministering and touching through the servant of saints. We have amazing servants in here, like Sean Freer, man, the guy's amazing. Sir. Mindy and Nathan in the back and Mindy at the heart and all these different folks. And, and I could just go through a list of people in here, a list about this long of servants who, who, who I see Jesus through. We see God. We can experience God. We can know God through his church. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, 7, it says, but the manifestations of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. If you've got a gift, it's for the profit of someone in this room. It's for the profit of others. If I'm preaching, I hope that it profits you. The worship team, a prophetic word, whatever it may be, we can experience and know God through his church. We're the body of Christ. I need your, your kneecap. You need my elbow. Whatever it is, whatever, whoever you are, we need one another. We can know God through his church. That's why you should come to church. Be the church. Prophetic words like this morning, prophecy, Words of knowledge, words of wisdom and counsel and all that we know of God. The teaching, the preaching, the declaring of God's word, all that we know him. It all comes through the church. Knowing God through the church. Knowing God through Jesus, his son. Listen to what Colossians 1.15 through 20 says. He is the image, Jesus. He's the image of the invisible. You want to see the, the, the visible of the invisible? You look at Jesus. Jesus is the visible of the invisible. I've never seen God. Well, if you see Jesus, you see God. Why? Because God is Jesus. God in a bod. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and on earth, invisible, or I'm sorry, visible and invisible, where the thrones were nor dominions, principality or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. Talking about Jesus, are you with me? 
And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn of the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. The preeminence, what, what does that mean? That's a good kind of fancy Christian word. It means first place. He has first place in everything, in our hearts, in our lives, and in everything. Everyone say first place. For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, and by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of Christ. Jesus. We can know God the Father through Jesus. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's a mystery. Don't try to figure it out. There's denominations built on that. Why? Because they can't figure it out. John 14, 8 through 9. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father. And it's sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, have I been with you so long, knucklehead? Oh, I should take that out. And yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? We can know God through the church. We can know God through worship, his presence. We can know God through Jesus. We can know God through creation and nature. All that we know about God, the teaching, the preaching, everything I just covered came from one source, God's word. All that we know, the golden thread through everything that we do, every, from a prophetic word, presence, worship, healing, salvation, deliverance, all of it is because we know about it because of God's word. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the word. It's all about God's word, his presence, worship, the gifts, all that we know about the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the body of Christ, everything you know about heaven, salvation, hell, Jesus, demons, possession, freedom. It's all because of God's word. Are you, are you following me today? Because I hope you can see where I'm going the golden thread is God's word. Spurgeon, the Bible is the window in which we may see our Lord. Spurgeon, if you wish to know God, say that with me, know God, you need to know his word. Makes me so scary, so scared when Maybe even scared, even like weirded out when people say they love Jesus, but they don't read his word. That is sketch to the utmost. If that's you today, Holy Spirit convict you. I pray Holy Spirit convict you. 
I used to preach gospel on the streets and people would come to me and they challenge me in the word. And I'm like, hey, dude, I've been reading the word for a long time. I haven't found one error in it. Do you read the word? It's like 38 years for me now. You, you read? Spurgeon, half of our fears arise from the neglect of the Bible. Why are we so fearful, anxious, panic? We lack the word. Jam 15, do I need the word? Absolutely. You might be going through one of the toughest time of your life. I'm reluctant to use this scripture sometime because it's, these three verses is probably my favorite verses in the Bible. But I'm not going to not use it because it's my favorite verses because I don't want to overuse it because of the power that's in it. Psalms 1, 1 through 3. Blessed is the man. That means like, you want to know happiness? That, that dude right there is happy. Blessed is the man who's not walk in the counsel of the ungodly, stand in the way of sinners, seated in the seat of the scornful. You think who you hang out with makes a difference? You better believe it, baby. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he does meditate day and night. Night, meditating, reading, memorizing, thinking about it, studying it, meditating on the word day and night. He'll be like a tree. I don't want to be like a tree. Oh, yeah, you do. You want to be a tree. Planted by rivers of water. Living water. Bringing forth fruit. It's not like you force fruit it. It's like it happens because why? You're in the word of God. You're meditating on the word. It's your delight. You're happy about the word. I want to get up and read the word, baby. I want, to, I want the word inside of me. I want to live my life according to the word. He'll be like a tree planted by rivers of water bringing forth fruit in season whose leaf also shall not wither. I'm 58 years old. I don't want my leaf to wither, yo. You're 78. You're 88. 98. Your leaf shall not wither. Why? Because you are in the word of God. Whatever. If you feel like you're Pockets have holes in them. You can't save. You can't. You need to do two things. You need to tithe to God and you need to be in the Word of God every day for whatever He does will prosper. Your marriage, your work, your health, everything will prosper. Why? Because of the Word of God. Yeah, I don't believe it. Well, have you tried it? I can't even remember the last day that I didn't read the Word of God. Oh, it's because you're a pastor. That's bull. I was reading the Word way before I became a pastor. 
You want to know how to treat your wife? Read the word. You want to know how to do business? Read the word. You want to know how to eat? Read the word. You want to know how to love your knucklehead neighbor that drives you crazy? Read the word. You want to know who your neighbor is? Read the word. Joshua 1 8. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe. Why do you meditate on it? Why, why meditate on it? Is, it? is it an Eastern religion meditation? Yeah, gonna feel my. No. You meditate. Eastern religion is emptying. Believing this kind of meditation is feeling. It's like a, a, a deer or elk or a cow chewing its cud. Ate this morning. Setting in the sun, chew the cud. That's that meditation. It's not an empty, it's a feeling. Why do you want to feel so you can do it? It's not an empty feeling. It's so that you can do the word of God. But you shall meditate in it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then it will make your way prosperous. Wow. And then you will have good success. It's not a magic wand thing. It's you reading the word of God, getting the word of God in you, being a disciple. Mark 13, 31, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Everything that you see will be gone, but not God's word. This generation is lost. You know why this generation is lost? I've not given up on this generation at all, but I'm gonna tell you it's lost. You know why it's lost? Because they've lost the word of God. Kick it out of the school, kick it out of the college, kick it out of the family, kick it out. They've lost the word. You lose the words, you lose your soul. You lose direction, you have no compass. Do whatever feels good. Do whatever your heart tells you. That's B, I can't say BS, that, but it is. <laughs> do what your heart tells you to do? Really? You better not. Your heart will, is this, is, Wicked. Jay, I, 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 I just don't agree with that. I don't care. That's why we need the word of God. I'm sorry I said BS. There's certain words that just, I just can't catch for you to get. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. This, this, Dead serious, this generation is lost because they've lost God's word. But know this, that in the last day, perilous times will come. We're in that. We're here. No more in. We're in it. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, 
boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. This generation is lost. Why is there a loss in identity? Why is there identity confusion? Why is there so much gender confusion? Why is there twists and perversions in gender? Because they don't know the creator. It's not this big sign. You don't have to be a brain surgeon to figure this out. You get away from the word of God. You don't know the creator and you don't know that the creator made two genders, male and female in his image. But you could be an animal or a cat or a purr, whatever. Come on, somebody. You get confused. And I understand that the confusion, it's real, but it's because we've lost the word of God. We don't know the creator. Because we don't know the creator, all these other things has happened. We well, jail, they say that they know the Bible. There's, there's people that say they know the Bible, and they, well, it's because they justify. The Holy Spirit spoke to me clearly. Jail, you justify anything, you can justify everything. You justify anything, you can justify everything. Don't justify it. Does it line up with God's word? We've lost the word. Everyone has their own opinion. Have you, you figured that out lately? Their own truth, their own opinion. Have you figured that out? Drives me crazy. I'm tired of it. What's the Bible say? What's true North say? Second Timothy four, three through four, for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. They will follow their own desires. May I say this opinion, <laughs> their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itchy ears wants to hear them. If you justify it and you get a group that justifies, you get a teacher that justifies it and everything's justified, just... They will reject the truth. There we go again, suppress, hold it down, and chase after myths. Do you know what God leaves out of the Bible? Your opinion. He doesn't need it. I don't need it. This world doesn't need more opinions. Now share truth with me. I'm all in. Truth. It will lead me into life. It will free me. It will. I'll be blessed because of truth. Your opinion. There's a lot of opinions out there right now. Do you know that God speaks to me every day? Jail, because you're some guru? No, because I read the Bible every day. I don't need to wait till the sound to hear the voice of God. 
I don't need a prophet to prophesy me the word of God in my life. I don't need some teacher. No, you know what I need to do? I read the word of God. It teaches me how to vote. Really, Joe? You want to know a voting guide? Read the Bible. If God's not going to vote for him, I don't want to vote for him. You know where the Bible teaches on abortion? Read the Bible. You want to know what the Bible teaches on homosexuality? Read the Bible. You don't have to go through life wondering. It's covered in the Bible. Even how to eat. Okay. Pull this out again. Are you catching a clue of why we need to read the Bible? Jail just for 24 days? No. I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream that maybe you'll read it 24 days because everybody at church is reading it. And then you'll forget it's 24 days. And you'll read it 25. And 25 years later, you're reading the Word of God, and 50 years later, you're reading, and you're prospering, and you're blessed, and you're, you're being led by, man, I hear the voice of God, J.O. Man, it's changed my life, J.O. I'm a disciple, J.O. After his heart, Do you know that God exalts the word above his name? Ooh, whoa, wow. I would say God, he values his word. Amen. Amen. Still feel bad I said BS. But every time I repent of it, I still say it again. <laughs> so it's not helping me. It's like I'm digging a hole. Just let it go. Amen. Will you join us in 24-day reading? I hope you understand for the sake of of your generation, your kids and your grandkids. And a hundred years from now, why you should read the word and you should pass it down to your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids. And it's passed down from generation to generation, the power of the word of God.